Hi, this is Dr. Gaurav Gupta from your personal child specialist podcast. And with me, I have my co-host, Poonam. Hi, Gaurav. Hi, everyone. Today, we are going to be talking about unstructured or free play. What what is that, Gaurav? Unstructured play. For that, you need to wait just after the break. Welcome to your personal child specialist podcast. Don't you wish that children came with their own instruction manual? We know they don't. But how about getting the next best thing? By having your common parenting and children's health questions answered by Dr. Gaurav Gupta, MD from Charak Clinics, India. So let me ask again. Unstructured play. I thought play is play. There's something called structured and unstructured play? Yes. And this is something funny because we have been doing it since the time we were kids. You know, all the time that we have spent climbing trees and playing weird games like Stapu and uh, our own versions of different uh, things like Koko and Kabaddi and practically doing all kinds of stuff, running around. That was all unstructured play, Poonam. I thought that was childhood, that was normal, that was play. That's, I I mean, I remember all my friends, all my cousins, everybody doing that. And uh, even our daughter does that. Yes, but it's become so uncommon nowadays. You know, I mean, you talk to most of the parents and they're talking to me about the different classes, whether it is ballet or skating or cricket or soccer or, you know, whatever else it is. They're talking about coaching. They're talking about playing in tournaments. And sometimes I wonder, is this what childhood has become? True. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, In our times, there was hardly any, you know, friends going for skating or dance or drawing or singing. Most of us used to be in the neighboring you know ground or in a pile of mud or hanging upside the trees or flying kites so i i i agree with you now the trend is totally shifting so why do you think that we need to talk about unstructured play i mean is there anything uh, unique about unstructured play uh, punam i think the first is the feel good factor i mean if you're talking from the child's perspective Right. I don't know about the parents' perspective. From the child's perspective, the child is happy. The child is playing with the friends. There are no parents on the head. They are going rampant, playing here and there. They can make their own rules or have no rules. Or I mean, I, I, my daughter, she comes and tells me such weird games they play. They tie one hand behind and they're skipping on one leg and catching each other. And uh, they have artificial boundaries. So, a child is definitely happy. Parents, I'm not sure. Okay, so let me talk about the parents. Unstructured play basically means anything where there are no fixed rules. There are no guidelines which are clear-cut line in the sand and there are generally no coaches around. So, the fun about unstructured play is that you have so much creativity and imagination. You know, as you said, 
uh, you have to make up your own rules so right. whether it is jumping on one leg whether it is deciding that uh, this stone marks the boundary beyond which you can't go or whether it is deciding that this part of the uh, this part of uh, the terrace or that this part of the stones is uh, you know uh, a high point and this part is the low point of a playing area it's just mind boggling the number of choices you can make so it's really really very creative uh, and let's not forget the cheating part breaking the rules and all that but i have a question gorav uh, why are you talking about unstructured day to day why is it bothering you all right so again as i said i don't see too much unstructured play going on uh, i just recall an incident just a few days back one of my dear friends who is also a doctor he came over to me and he is fairly fit and he was complaining that his child does not remain fit his child doesn't do enough activity and i was surprised because you know his kid is quite an active one 7 8 year old with quite a lot of uh, boundless energy pretty much like my daughter and so i asked him the kid that what do you do and uh, you would be surprised with his response or maybe not really <laughs> he says that i spend the time swinging in the park or or running around with the friends or making some sort of mud castles or you know something like that but he was not really doing the stuff which my friend wanted him to do which was take uh, higher level classes of coaching in any subject of his choice like whether it is cricket or whether it is hockey or whether it is badminton or table tennis you know the reason why i'm saying a subject is basically because it sounds like it's a studies rather than play hey, you're right because uh if uh, a child goes to any of these classes there are coaches there so initially you do some workout then you play that particular game and then do you do cooling down and in that during that time you are assessed by the coach you are pushed by the coach it's obviously you're learning a new skill and it is fun also for the child but it's not uh fun fun you know you get me but uh that i mean are you trying to tell me that parents not believe staying fit is again about playing a particular game and going for a per- going for coaching and excelling in that game i guess so and in fact this brings me to another point whenever i see kids who are overweight the parents always ask me what to do and we always talk about diet and we always talk about physical activity so right. when we talk about physical activity The first thing the parent tells the child and the child may be 5 years old or 15 years old the first thing the parent says is tomorrow morning you're going to start running 20 rounds across around the park or cycling <laughs> or cycling and to me that doesn't make any sense at all right absolutely right i mean how can you expect a child to every day run 20 rounds around a park it's no fun exactly it's far better to tell the child to make sure that they are physically active they are running playing you give them a ball and tell them to kick it around the park or you tell them to play some game which involves a lot of running around it could be just uh, you know catch em catch or it could be i spy or it could be um, the the wish amrit kind of a game as long as they are running playing and it's it's so much fun and it's something which a child is likely to do for many hours every day rather than what the parents are trying to make him do like a formal activity another thing i realized is uh, parents are scared of child getting hurt maybe a single child family or generally i've seen a lot of mothers in the park 
don't run you'll fall down or you will you know uh, injure yourself or your clothes will get dirty i don't i don't understand that part also maybe that is another reason why children nowadays are not very keen in you know going out and playing or because they are scared their parents will get angry with them so absolutely absolutely right so sometimes the child's security becomes an issue right. that it's it's a small uh, area sometimes these are issues but the point is that we have to be open to these ideas look as far as unstructured play is concerned the best part is that you can do it sitting below your dining table you don't really need right. to go anywhere so if you're talking about play it doesn't have to be very very hectic play it can be anything the idea is that unstructured play has quite a few benefits which uh, i'm i was surprised when i actually tried to read the literature it actually helps develop the child's brain a lot really yeah and i can just tell you a few points which i just read up uh, you know over the last few days i'd love to know that the first thing as we discussed was about creativity and imagination and that makes a lot of sense right, right. you're making up the rules you're deciding that this particular box is a castle and then you're trying to make sure that there is a princess or there's a dragon or there is some uh, super fighter or, or a harry potter character who's roaming around all of those things will boost the creativity the second thing is that it helps in solving problems now imagine you have decided that somebody you're going to play a game in which there is a den now how do you decide who's going to be the den how do you decide who's going to uh, how how frequently the den will change because see this is not a formal game it's not like cricket where you know how you get bold or like before here you have to take a call make these decisions and this improves a lot as far as your problem solving skill is concerned i was coming to that only problem solving because sometimes i hear my daughter saying oh mama we had a fight today my my that friend didn't want to give a den so we came up with a solution okay fine let's take a uh, you know random call and we'll do a, a random pickup and all that so you're right i mean if they face with such problems there are all kind of kids in the park you know kids elder to you kids younger to you so the children learn to deal with them to deal with the bullies and how to take care of the younger kids and how to you know solve situations absolutely so conflict resolution which is again a part of problem solving you get into trouble you try and solve it and you will have different kids of different types personality and ages you need to work with them and finally it teaches you a lot about teamwork the only way an imaginary game works is when all the people in that imaginary game believe the same reality that the same imagination that you have absolutely right you're so right i remember a daughter they uh, she came home she wanted some sticks and some buckets and some mugs to take to park i asked her what are you doing we are building a castle so when i went to the park after a couple of days they got hold of some bricks from the uh, construction site and they were you know smearing it with mud from the park <laughs> thinking that was cement and they were trying to join all those bricks and obviously they were not able to make a castle or something but a small simple shed you know i mean if you put your mind to that imagination you could actually see that castle excellent so in short unstructured play is extremely important most important because it's a lot of fun for the child but also it really helps develop so many skills 
which may not easily be developed in a formal setting and the best thing about unstructured play is that you don't need any specific time because for every formal game there has to be a time and a place and you need a particular set of equipment okay and a particular set of people but for unstructured play anybody anybody any place any time will do you can and you know, and you, know you, you save a lot of money also <laughs> yes a valid point so i i really wanted to bring this up because during covid there is so much things that are not happening you know big big academies are closed the school is closed so you there are many places where you can't go swimming is not happening right now so a lot of structured activities have reduced the parents are worried about going in crowds uh, which is absolutely right but you can still have unstructured play you can still have it safely you can have a get a group of 5 6 kids playing in the park which is not very very likely at all to transmit covid and most importantly your child is having a lot of fun because kids are the most affected during covid they have been restricted at home no friends no play and parents hovering over your head so uh, punam any last words before we close the session uh i totally am you know in favor of unstructured play because i still remember playing such interesting games such vivid games and learning so much and having those friends i'm still in touch with those friends you know after so many years the only one thing i would like to add is when the children are having unstructured play i request the mothers to not intervene let the kids be because another thing which i have noticed is kids play they fight and they have grudges 99% of the time if you let the kids be they solve it themselves if the parents or the elders intervene it becomes something else so let the kids be let them have a good chat excellent i don't think i can add anything to that so have fun let your kids play and try to remember all the stuff that you did hopefully if the kids can do 10% of that i think they are on the right track take care thanks punam for being a lovely co-host thank you so much bye 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 bye